Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team, and I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. I mean, it was, it was almost like living in a mental prison. And then one day, I just, I just got to that place where I was sick and tired, being sick and tired, and I took a step in the direction of my dreams. And I was willing to bet on myself for the first time. And it's funny, Wayne Dyer was right. He said that when you change the way you looked at things, the things that you look at changed. And, and I began to see these changes happening in my life. And I've committed to, to partnering with people for the rest of my life to help them become the best versions of themselves. I think you would agree with me that the world needs us at our best. I don't know that there's ever been a time more important than now for us to be at our best. Today, I just want to kind of share with you an experience I had a few years ago. Um, I woke up in ICU, and and I was kind of startled. Just I guess just being in ICU before I'd never been there before. And at the at the end of my bed, there was this very young man standing there, and I thought, well, he must be here to check my vital signs. And he said, "Hello, I am Doctor Guy, your cardiologist." Well, my, my first thought was, well, you must be confused and think I'm another patient. Maybe go in the next room. And he didn't, you know, slow down. He said, I'm here to explain what you have experienced. You have had a heart attack. Well, immediately I responded, a, a big or a little heart attack, <laughs> Dr. Guy stated. There are no little ones. He began explaining this was a stress-induced myocardial infarction, and there was an artery shaped like an S that prevented any further procedures that was just too treacherous. And without missing a beat, thank goodness for that, no more missing beats, I said, well, that S is for supernatural supergirl. I am healed. I'm surprised they didn't haul me off at that point. And I know that sounds quite silly to some, but, you know, I've really thought about that over the last several years, and it hit me. But, you know, that was my go-to thought. I made an agreement with life. I made an agreement to walk in total health and healing. And I believe with all of my heart, literally, that my thoughts and decision to change my lifestyle, to change my thought life, have greatly contributed to my healing and total health. I can remember going to get into the ambulance. We were going down a hall and my mom said now what is your what is your scripture you're going to lean on and I said no weapon formed against me shall prosper that was my first thought last April I began writing my dreams down in my journal as if they had happened now prior to this time last April I had never done that before I've heard about it my mentors have talked about it for the last five years and they've even said that only 3% of the people actually write down their dreams. So I thought, well, I'm going to do this. So I started writing down my 10 dreams every day. It's amazing how many of them have already come into being. But one was walking in total health. A few months ago, I had my yearly checkup. And, and I received the most amazing, amazing report. The doctor came in and said, your report states that your labs and health are perfect. Seven years ago, you know, I had to, I had to create the space 
in order for this to happen. I had to to work, rest, and renewal in my in my schedule. I was I was busy being busy, and I know you, I get it. You're busy too. However, the truth is that if if you're going to get a different result, whether whatever area, if it's fitness, the area of faith, your finances, in your family, having more fun or freedom, whatever the thing is, nobody's coming to do it for you. So creating space for your dream is it's a non-negotiable goal for your life. I mean, it's it's a must. So finding a place in your day for reflection and, and quiet time is a great way to just set the intention for your day. And I believe with all my heart is the key to unlocking the door, you know, to your new life. In my life prior to this reset that I was forced to do, <laughs> I, I spent it on the go. I mean, I had two speeds, on and on higher. I mean, there was no off. Being busy was my reality. Flying by the seat of my pants and running the world, or so I thought. But, you know, waking up in ICU has a funny way of slowing everything down. I found it so interesting because everything that was so important to me prior to that was no longer at the top of the list. My list became very short. And not only, of course, that I changed the obvious things like my diet and my, my exercise routines, but also, you know, was very focused on that consistent early morning routine that quiet time to ensure that I had at least one peaceful start in my day. And now I'll guard that time literally with my life. A few years rocked on and life's funny. It, it shows up and several of those habits began to sneak back in. And it was evident because I was I had gained weight and I was not sleeping well at all. Stress has a, has a way of getting your attention. Your body will let you know when you're out of alignment. It was during this season of my life that my friend um, Debbie Stroman challenged me to start writing my daily gratitude. And I'm convinced that this, this one habit is the reason I have consistently created new disciplines or new habits in my life. Prior to this, y'all, I'm just gonna be honest, I didn't, I didn't have any habits, except my only habit, my only discipline was that I was not disciplined. I was very good at that. <laughs> but what I didn't expect um, was the healing that came as a result of this, this gratitude. The shame and guilt that I had experienced up until this point was gone. We'll talk about that another, another day, but trust me on that one. It's interesting, though, how often you know I hear people kind of making snide comments about the practice of gratitude like it's just too cheesy, you know, just like there's something not godly about it, about becoming better. Like it's the focus is on you. But actually, you know what? Giving praise and thanksgiving came from somebody much more important than me. It came from Jesus himself. And, you know, I am a person of faith. So, you know, I do, I do read the word and apply it to my life. But all I can say is my life changing you know, in every every area would not have happened if I had not changed the way I was thinking about things and if I had not changed the way I was living my life. And I mean, I'll be honest, I've shared this before. I'm not I'm not ashamed to, to share this, but the first half of my life I was stuck. I mean my thoughts literally held me captive. 
but it was it was there in that in those in those moments that as I began to change my thoughts, I began to change my life. I'm so thankful for the mentors that God has you know placed in my life as as well as the people who speak truth into my life. And if you don't have anybody in your life that will speak truth to you, now in love, but speak truth to you, I would definitely recommend you be on the lookout for somebody like that. And as you know, the truth hurts sometimes. But it doesn't hurt near as bad as somebody telling you something that, you know, they know you just want to hear. Because honestly, I've had a lot of people in my life up until this point that have just told me things, you know, that I, they knew I wanted to hear. I, I never knew that I was self-sabotaging my life. I never knew that I had these limiting beliefs. I just thought that's the way I was and that was the way it was going to be. So why would I try to change my life? This was, this was the hand I was dealt. This was my life. I had no idea that my beliefs had driven my behavior up until this point, including the heart attack. Again, you know, just think about you and your life and, and, you know, I pray and hope that you never have to experience anything, um, like this, but, but think into this, what area in your life would you like to see improvement? I love this question. If you could wave the magic wand, what is the one thing that you would like to see appear or disappear in your life? And some of you are going to be able to answer that super fast. And some of you might have to ponder a little bit. But just be honest. And unfortunately, you know this, but there are no magic wands. <laughs> so you're going to have to spend a little time and some quiet time thinking about what you're thinking about. Because it matters what you think. Some people are living off programming that has never served them. But it's all they've ever known. Most people think the same thoughts every day, and therefore, guess what? They're going to get the same results. But you know what I know? You were created for more. And God did not create you just to slither through life, to pay bills, to get by and die. You were made for more. It's time for a reset. It's time to, you know, revive your vibe because the world needs you at your best. I want you to, you know, put yourself at the top of the list. No, that is not selfish. No, it's not it's not worldly. And again, it's why the stewardess says, put your oxygen mask on you first. Practicing self-care, taking care of who you are and who you were created to be is so worth it. You gotta lead your your life by example. I mean, self-leadership is, is the highest form of leadership. If you had to rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, how are you leading your life? What would that score be? And what would it take to get you to a 10? What needs to change? What needs to be added or removed? But I think we, I think we have to be people of integrity in all areas of our life. Finances, family fun, freedom, our health. So just for today, I want you to um, I want you to fear a little less and I want you to hope a little more and love yourself a lot. Take care and I'll we'll chat soon.